Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. Today we are talking about cuisine for healing. In the studio with me is their executive director, Lori Henson. How are you doing today? Fantastic. How are you, Nick? I'm doing really good. I'm glad good. that you're here. Uh, you were recommended by Project 4031. You guys are sharing the program together. It worked out perfectly. Um, she had great things to say about you guys, oh. and I'm, I'm really glad that you made the trek all the way over from Fort Worth, mm-hmm. correct? I did. We love Project 4031. They send several referrals to us. We just have built a great relationship with them, and what they're doing in the community is incredible. They're filling a void that was missing. And we're just blessed to partner with them. Before we jump in, let's ask a let's ask a question. One of these things I always am interested in: What makes your organization want to partner with another one? What is something about a group like Project Forty Thirty One that steps up, stands out to you, and makes you think, "Let's let's actually get something going." That's a great question. Um, we prod we partner with lots of organizations. That's where all of our referrals come from, and. Without the referral, we would have no clients. Um, we provide free food for our outreach clients, um, 10 meals a week for up to 90 days. And all the referrals in Fort Worth come from JPS, Cancer Care Services, Project 4031, the Center for Cancer and Blood Disorders, Joan Katz Breast Center, um, all the Texas Resource Hospitals, USMD Hospitals, all Saints. I mean, without those partnerships, there would not be a need for Cuisine for Healing. All right. Well, you've almost already done a really good job of introducing what this group does. But let's just go over the basics. What is Cuisine for Healing? Who are you guys? What do you do? Um, we are a nonprofit that was formed uh, almost 10 years ago. We got our 501c3 December 2nd of 2008. We provide healthy, nutritious food for people that are battling life-threatening diseases. Um, Wendy Wilkie, our founder, um, was really um, thoughtful when she applied for the 501c3, and she included every disease, not just cancer. She included heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, AIDS, any life-threatening disease that you can think of, she had that written in our 501c3, which was really way ahead of her time. She was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1999 and given a very short time to live. She had two young kids, and she decided she was going to do whatever she could to live. So she started investigating what food played a role in her Um really her success to survive and she survived over eight years which is unbelievable it's amazing it was amazing she was an amazing woman but really her battle was incredible because you have to realize back in 2000 people weren't talking about organic they weren't talking about clean food you never really heard of all of the things now that are coming out about how food affects your health and so wendy started just reading she wasn't a nutritionist she wasn't an rn She just started reading. She knew she had an estrogen-based breast cancer, and she knew there was hormones in a lot of her food. So she began to read and find out how that she could change her outcome for the next several years. And she she did. She outlived way longer than they ever dreamed. So her prognosis was dire, and she was looking for anything that she could do to improve her chances. Absolutely. And diet was one of the things that she turned to, and it ended up obviously being a a major boost to her and and keeping her healthy. Oh, absolutely. And I'll be honest. I knew her um, 
right after she had been diagnosed. And I really kind of thought she was crazy initially. Really? Because people just didn't know what that had to do with it. Was she healthy, like, at the time? Was um, she, like, a fitness not, guru not type? Really. No. No? No. And she really, um, as far as fitness guru, that's a good term, she really never even went that way. It was all about the food. It was all about the food. And what drove her was, because she was a single mom, two little kids, and you may know this or you may not, if you have a double mastectomy, you go home within 24 hours. That person cannot raise their arms. They cannot hold a pan. They cannot lift. But they're sent home from the hospital in 24 hours. So Wendy wanted to make sure that everyone that went home had healthy, nutritious food in their refrigerator to get them through that big hump. That was what her dream was. Isn't that surprising? I'm kind of flabbergasted by by that. It is. So a double mastectomy, you go home within 24 hours. 24 hours. And then it's just Most cases. good luck. Uh, hope We'll see you yes. soon for checkups. But other than that, you're on your own. And I can surprise you with a little more information. Um, occasionally we have this because um, people come to our door to buy food also because we sell, which helps offset the food we give away. And sometimes, not all oncologists um, or up-to-date cancer doctors are up-to-date on nutrition. And so there's some people that they say, you just got to put weight on. Go home and eat cake, ice cream. We hear it all the time from our clients. Well, sugar has been since found to be a feeder of some types of cancer. So the worst thing that a client can really do is to go home and eat ice cream and cake. <sighs> and... No, it's kind of crazy. I'm I'm, I'm watching your face. I know it's very, it's very interesting. Crazy, it is crazy, and we hear it almost every week when people come up, especially the ones that have just been diagnosed. Yeah, and they find us through wonderful cancer navigators and wonderful. um, Joan Katz is a great resource of um, caregivers that send people our way. There's wonderful um, groups that are uh, networking groups that have formed in the DFW area that have helped people through cancer. And really, it's like a grassroots thing, how they have found out about us. Yeah. Um, But that's the big thing. It's all about nutrition. And all of our food is organic, hormone-free, pesticide-free, no refined sugars at all, no soy. We cook to a really strict, strict, strict guideline. I, I thought it was actually kind of funny. I was looking at your website, which is cuisineforhealing.org, and you know those, like, the medication commercials, and mm-hmm. they list a billion things that are that are horrible that might happen after you take this? It was like the reverse of that on the website, where it, it was is. just a, a laundry list of things that are not included in your food that are not healthy. Everything was organic, and uh, no hormones, no... Preservatives, no, no sugar, no soy. except yes. for you're getting pure, clean food. And uh, it's obviously going to have health benefits for you. And I think it makes a lot of sense. I I do kind of want to stick to the origin of the group. So uh, your founder, Wendy Wilkie, she she had the idea to start researching food and figuring out the positive benefits of eating good, clean food, which people are learning more and more about every day to this day. This is 10 years ago. Right. So she started doing this for her health. And then did she get the idea for how this organization would run after she had that double mastectomy? Oh, yes. All right, so that's that's really how Cuisine for Healing started in the way that it's being run right now. That's where the dream came. Okay. And um, she did, this is kind of a hard one for me, but we'll get through this one. Um, 
in July of 08, she was given two weeks to live, basically. Hospice, it had taken over, and she met with hospice, and they said, well, you're, you're not going to make it more than two weeks. And Wendy says, well, I'm not the average person, so that's not necessarily true. And she did. She lived almost a little, almost six weeks. But she did a wonderful video. And in the video, it's on our website, or you can YouTube it. She talks about why she did it. And she had already thought ahead to how many meals per week that she wanted delivered out in the community. She didn't want those people that are low to moderate income to pay for it. She wanted the food to be free, delivered to their home, so they didn't have to figure out how to get there. And so we have held that. Uh, Sue Austin and a group of friends formed around her after she passed away, and they took that dream and gave it to reality. Do you think that she knew that this is going to be her legacy? Is that really why she was setting this up? Um, I don't know that she knew it would be a legacy. It became a passion that drove her. And the passion really was the misinformation that she thought she was getting And she didn't want anybody else to have to go out and try and find all that. She wanted to share all the knowledge that she had learned. In her house, a couple days before she passed away, it was crazy. But all of the books and all, it was like a a hoarder of books and magazines and things that she just, it was her life passion to research. Because of that, we also, very importantly, we have an education program, which you probably saw on our website. We have a blog We have a wonderful RN, Dana Farrell, who's a holistic nutritionist. You can send an email to her, ask her questions. We do cooking classes and healthy talks all around the community. Either you can come to one that we're hosting or we'll be glad to come speak to your group. Um, We talk to a lot of cancer groups and heart and MS. Um, So education was a huge piece to what Wendy wanted. And I think we've held up and actually have grown that more than she ever dreamed. Is it interesting to see how right she was? Oh. Because, I mean, this is, everybody is talking about it, and a lot of people are doing it. You know, you'll see companies that aren't really doing as well as they used to do because Mm -hmm. people have figured out that a lot of what they're serving is kind of poison. So people are eating better, and they're seeing the positive benefits from it. Uh, but she was she was ahead of the curve. She was so ahead of the curve. That is amazing to me. And that's when we watched this video because we're producing it again because we're going into our 10th year. And so we're redoing the video to add all of our new statistics. I mean, we have we served our very first meals February of 2010, which was 72 meals. And Nick, to date, we've served over sixty thousand meals. See, you got to update Just the website. Ter- uh, you got to update the website. I, I saw. Know. I only saw fifty-two thousand no. on the website, which Six, I thought was amazing. Over so sixty thousand are- this year, <sighs> to date, unbelievable. And so she is ahead of the curve. We hear almost every day from an outreach client or a retail client that comes in and goes, "I can't believe the difference eating this food has made." We also have seen people that have been on our program because. You get the free food if you're in the outreach for 90 days. You can uh, be reaffirmed. If you go back into treatment, you can get another referral. But for us to feed as many people as possible, you know, there is has to be some kind of limitation. And so if someone goes off the program, we hear all the time, oh, I just didn't feel as good. I can't believe the difference the food made. That also is why we do the education. So once the people get off the program, a client gets off, then we're educating them how to continue to eat that way. People think eating healthy and organic is 
way out of their price range, but it really isn't. You just have to think about what you're eating and how you're purchasing. A lot of times it can be healthy. One of the things that I have done is try to eat better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting older and I just want to try and eat healthier. The more I do it, the more I you, you notice an immediate effect and then you want to eat that junk a lot less because mm-hmm. you know exactly what it's going to do to you and you know exactly how it's going to make you feel. Now, I'm not psycho about it, uh, but those small differences sometimes, small differences can make you know, huge, huge gains in your mm-hmm. life and, and have a huge impact. But if mm-hmm. you're really doing the kind of stuff that you're adhering to, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how impactful that would be. Your body takes, when you're going through chemo, and I'm talking about cancer because probably about 80% of our clients still are cancer, about 80%. Um, it's so taxing on your body for chemo, radiation. I mean, it really takes your body a huge toll. So the only way to battle and to fight is to build your immune system. Well, the only way to really build your immune system is what you're putting in your body, period. That's the, that's the bottom line. Now, I love one of the sayings that Dana has. Um, she always says, it's okay to have a hall pass. And, of course, it's okay to have a hall pass. I mean, if it's your kid's birthday and you want to go and you want to have a slice of cake, okay, that's a hall pass. You're not going to not do that. But it's just your general life, and it's a lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. changing your lifestyle. Um, I have to say something else about our food. Our food's fantastic. We have a new client um, that has just come on the program. She was very healthy, and she was quite surprised that she got cancer because her lifestyle was already healthy and shaped that way. Mm. It's in her family. It's hereditary for her. And so she was devastated on where she was going to get food to continue to eat her lifestyle when she felt so bad, and she couldn't cook, and she couldn't shop for herself. And so she had just shared with us at a Lunch and Learn recently that she spoke that it made such a difference. She didn't have to worry about that. She didn't have to worry about where her meal was going to come that day because she knew we were delivering on Wednesday. We were delivering on Friday. And so she could just focus on what she needed to focus on. And so it was a brain power almost that she could refocus on mentally getting herself prepared for the next treatment and a positive attitude toward that and didn't have to spend that time thinking about food. And that was a whole new approach that I'm sure others have felt, but I've never heard it put in that way before. Almost a, a perfect encapsulation of what the founder really wanted mm-hmm. out of this. Healthy food for health, but also to alleviate a lot of the pains and misery of having to deal with anything outside of your illness, mm-hmm. which is going to be what, your, what should be your main focus. Because it's a battle. I mean, those people are truly in a battle. We have an event in July. It's our signature event where we have, it's a celebration of life. So we ask survivors to come and they model. It's a fashion show. And it is all about them and their battle. And to hear the stories that people have gone through, people get divorces from it because of the stress that it adds to them. They go bankrupt because of the stress financially. Um it's very taxing on a person when you're battling either a heart disease that can be a devastating also, cancer. Those really affect families. I mean, sad to say, we hear a lot of other things that happen. So if we can give them nutrition and healthy food, which helps you have a more positive attitude about yourself and inside, your brain needs that information, yeah. nutrition, um, I think it helps them in a lot of other ways other than just filling a meal. 
Lori Henson is the executive director for Cuisine for Healing, their website, cuisineforhealing.org. Let's talk about the actual program itself and how this works. Now, I know that you have free food for some, and you also have meals that can be bought for people that just want to be healthy, which I think is awesome. And as you said, it offsets your costs. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the the first program and, and kind of your main deal. That's the outreach food program. And what um, that is how we were founded. So people can come to us that are pre-qualified 150% below the poverty, federal poverty level index. That's a big, long thing. Um, and so they come pre-qualified, a social worker, a cancer navigator, a doctor's office, nurse practitioner. They'll send a referral to us. And then we they pre-rate them. So our rating system is emergency which means they need food right then, within a week. We have to get food to them. Urgent, which means they need food within a one week to three weeks, or it's a need, meaning they may have a family member that's there helping them through the first transition. They may have a husband that's capable to cook to live with them. They may have a wife that's capable to cook, but they're going to need some assistance. Mm. We always have a waiting list. It's always based on funds available. And so the Rating system is something new. We just started about eight months, but it's been allowed us to be able to service more people that way. We don't do the rating system. The medical team does that for us. All the referrals come in that way. And then once someone is in our program, they get a phone call a couple times a week. We have a little menu that changes quarterly, and they'll get a phone call and say, okay, this is the menu for the week, and we let that client pick what they want because they may not like soup or they may not can swallow, or they may be a vegetarian. So they get to pick their 10 meals a week, and then we deliver on Wednesday, and we deliver on Friday directly to their home or their office. Um, That's free delivery. And then they can be in the program for up to 90 days. We reassess at the end of every 30 days with the social worker or their doctor to see how things are going. And then we can extend in a certain circumstances, like Project 4031 um, is a little bit of a different um, project for us. And then, or they can reapply. And then they may end up back on the bottom of the list and then we work their way up. Or they may have been in need and now they've become urgent because they've had another treatment or they've had a surgery or things like that. But it's, it's allowed us to give better service to the referring facilities and to the clients. We have Sherry Seegers is one of our RNs on staff, and that's her job. She works with the social workers and the clients. And the other really neat thing that we do is we make contact with those clients twice a week in two forms. We have a person that sees them when they deliver the food, and then we have someone that calls them and talks to them on the phone. Several times we've had different issues where we have seen something that we need to call the social worker and say, hey, we have an issue here you may need to know about. Um that happens sadly quite often that we have to do something like that but it's it's a it's part of our mission it's fantastic we want to provide services for them just another way to help these people absolutely i mean some of our volunteers have um a lady recently that we had um that came to us I'm trying to think i can't uh maybe from it wasn't from project 4031 oh. partner agency partner agency um And she was definitely an emergency, 80-something pounds, cancer. Her parents had just died. 
she was in a hoarding type of a house. And when our volunteer went to deliver the food, she had to unplug the refrigerator to plug in the microwave to heat the meal. So the volunteer came back to the office and I was like, we need to call the social worker right away to explain the situation because it was dire. Yeah. She needed help in that home. And I believe she got some within 24 hours. And so those are things that just happened to us. And it's always on a Friday is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> always, always, it's always, always on a Friday. 4 p.m., of yes, course. it's always on a Friday. Always on a Friday. All right, so you said there's always a waiting list, uh, and you guys are kind of working that out. So how many people are you actually helping per week? We do about we do about 350 meals a week is about how many meals we, meals we prefer. Okay. It's hard to say number of clients because that changes. Some people we do the full 10 meals a week. Some people only need three meals a week. It really depends on them. But we do about 350 now, up to 375 meals a week is about how many we're doing a week. And that's mostly in the Fort Worth area? We only do Tarrant County. Only Tarrant County? I would say only Tarrant County. Okay. We have right. We have crossed over. There was a couple kids that we've recently done that were in a clinical trial here in Dallas. And it was a really cool story. We normally don't do anyone over into Dallas because we don't have enough services to get the food here safely and all that. Yeah. But we worked to deal with um, All Saints Hospital and a relative of mine. And we did like a pass the baton with the food for this young man while he was going through the clinical trial. We were very proud of that. I love this organization. There's, I, I mean, know. there's a lot that we could keep uh, talking about, but unfortunately, we're gonna have to kind of, we're gonna have to kind of stick to it today. So, I, I think the the next best thing that we could do is talk about your education program because I think that's another big thing that yes. you guys do, and it's really important. So, how how does that program work? Um, Dana Farrell, our holistic nutritionist, runs our education program. Um, we do classes that you can come to our facility. We usually do one about one every other month. Uh, we do a cooking class about one a quarter, or we go out to your, we come to you. We come to, uh, do, uh, I was going to say doctor's offices. We come to uh, businesses, really, and they'll do a little HR workshop that they want to talk to their whole employees. We'll do a lunch and learn kind of thing for them and educate them on what we're doing. We do a lot of uh, health talks in the community as far as um, with TCU. We partner with their nursing program quite a bit. We're very proud of that partnership. Has it gotten easier over the years as far as the education aspect? Because like you mentioned, we, people are skeptical still. But I think over the years, the reality of of all of this study and everything that's going on, People are starting to finally respond to it. I totally think they are because we've seen it. We've seen a turn in the medical community. That's what's been very, very interesting to us is we've seen the turn in the medical community. How crazy is that? Mm-hmm, it is. But that. But I do believe there's really hope. I mean, I really do believe. Well, it. you're saying it's getting better. So I, I, mean, I that, do. That does I do make believe me feel that. Better. Well, and I think the media. I think. Um, I think everyone is catching on to it. Do people that aren't sick? Are they able to get this food? Yes. If I'm just, I'm a guy who loves to eat healthy, let me have let me have at it. I can buy food from you. Yes, we've created the Meals for Purchase program because of that. Okay. So for the people that are sick or people want optimal health, that anyone can purchase our food. And the beauty is a small portion of that goes to help fund the outreach food program. We are all privately funded. We don't get any funding from any governments, anything like that. We are f- private foundations 
or individuals is where we get our funding from. We're very small for that reason. All of our money raised, every penny goes to feed the Outreach Food Program. We look at everything in our office as in a 7 to $8 increments. Do we need that case of paper? I don't know because that's somebody's meal right there. Do we need that? Mm, I don't know. How many meals is that case? So that really has helped us stay really tight and prune where we have to. We're very um, tight on funds, and that's, that's how we look at it. We measure it all in meals. There's that's, somebody. That's what you want, that's what you want yeah. an organization like this Absolutely. to be like. That's what you want. We have to because we're going to get that phone call from that single mom and says, I'm still on the waiting list, and it's really hard, Nick. In fact, everybody knows I can't take the phone call Friday and say you're on the waiting list. Yeah. I'm the worst because I'm like, give me your address. We have some food in the fridge. But, yes, anyone can come. They can order our food online, retail, and we still deliver it to them free to their office or home. Or we also have a new thing I'm going to throw in there. We have trays and box lunches for meetings. So we do a lot of that. That's become a really big thing for us. Smart. And, and that has um, really helped give a little bit more boost to the outreach food program with a little extra funding. That's smart. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, are going through a little bit of a change here. We're going through up. a lot of change. Going through a lot of changes. <laughs> We're moving. We are moving. Okay. It is a whole new beginning for us. Um, we have been blessed to be in the Texas Oncology Building for the last several years as a gift, and they are moving to a new home, which has brought us to this crossroad of new beginning. We have one at our kitchen, which is located in the Hills Church of Christ on the other side of town, and our office is on 8th Avenue in Fort Worth. We've wanted everything in one building. And so this forced us to reach out and dig way down deep into our pockets and beg all of our friends. But we have a building that we're in the process of purchasing, and we actually have plans to build a brand-new commercial kitchen. And it has kept us right in the heart of the medical district of Fort Worth, which we had to stay in. That was very imperative for our clients. Sure. So um, all of that should be rolling, and we should be in our new building and our new kitchen if we get the funding before... We celebrate our 10th anniversary, which is December 2nd of 2018. Okay, so I wish that we could keep talking. This is one of the, every time, every once in a while, we have an interview, and obviously half an hour is not enough. So I'm going to ask you once now and then probably again later to come back and talk to me more Love about to. Cuisine for Healing. But uh, kind of, we're going to have to wrap it up. You got two events coming up real quick. One of them, a chili cook-off. This is happening over at the Wild Acre Brewery in Fort Worth. Saturday, February 24th, and what are you guys raising money for there? We are raising, we're raising money for our outreach food clients. Okay. That's the money that we will raise. We, this is our first one we've ever done. We're hosting it, and we have invited two of our great friends, Kids Who Care. It's a musical theater group, and those kids are raising money there to take, go on their spring trip to California. Fun. They have about a 50, 55 kids in their resident company, okay. and they're going to California. And then Brothers Keepers, which is another organization, nonprofit, dear to our hearts, um, they're raising money to help vets that they send on retreats. And so that's why they're there. So you need to come out and see all of us there. And you said that you're going to hook me up with both of those groups, right? Absolutely. You'll love them. They sound like they'll be great guests. Now, that's not the only event you have on the way. You have a big dinner party for life. This is happening at the Fort Worth Club Thursday, March, 4, March 1st. Yes. March 1st. March 1st. Um, this sounds amazing. It is amazing. It's limited seating. 
because it's an intimate dinner party. Six courses paired with fantastic wine. John Bonnell is our MC. Rosie Moncrief has been the honorary chair, and she is just stunningly beautiful and so gracious to continue to be there. And then we have Ben Merritt. We have Chef Ben Merritt with Fixture. We have Chef Tim Prefontaine from the Fort Worth Club, which if you've never had his steaks are delightful. Uh, We have Marcus Paisley, and he's with Clay Pigeon. And then we have Charles Yates. Utes, I never can say Charles right. I love you, Charles, so please don't hate me. From the Classic Cafe in Roanoke, who is wonderful. He's doing a great salad. He grows. I know. They're fantastic. Oh, they're all wonderful. (laughs) And then we have the Culinary um, School of Fort Worth is coming in to do the dessert. So that's a chef of 10 people. Amazing. And I cannot forget Kevin Martinez with Tokyo Cafe. He has been with us since the very beginning, um, and he is just more fun than you can imagine. So, Great fun. It's a $100 ticket for six courses, wine, wonderful evening. Tickets still available? Tickets are still available, limited, but still available. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so you guys got a bunch of really cool events coming up. You have a new building and kitchen that you're going to be moving into hopefully very soon. You got a lot going on. We're, we're busy. You need to come over and help us in the kitchen. I would like to do that. I Off mic, you, you told me that you, you still like to get your hands dirty in the kitchen. You are their chief turkey carver. I'm the turkey carver. It's a big responsibility. It is a big responsibility. I have to imagine you guys go through a lot of turkeys. We go through a lot of turkey. We didn't realize <laughs> that, but we do go through a lot of turkey. It's good for you. It is good for you. We All right. do a lot. If you need help, if you want to buy meals, if you want to go to any of these wonderful events, log on to cuisineforhealing.org or give them a call at 817-921-2377. Lori Hansen is the executive director and chief turkey carver of Cuisine for Healing. Once again, thank you, and I will talk to you soon. Great. Thank you.